morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke through Pierre, on another magical, maniacal, mindful sort of Monday for Torch Report 404. Friends, will they blame it on the machines? The threat of nuclear war has never been higher. So what happens if... The AI gets a hold of the codes. It's a question being considered in Congress this week. And I just want to see if I can kind of wade into the situation nice and easy. Uh, as NATO leaders are heading to Lithuania this week to tackle several crucial issues, uh, not the least of which is training the Ukrainians how to fly F-16s, equipping the Ukrainians with the previously banned civilian killing cluster bombs, and of course, dumping billions of more dollars into a never-ending war. While all that's happening, China and Russia are leading the BRIC nations and 40 other countries in rolling out a gold-backed single currency that's designed to destroy what's left of the U.S. dollar. Now, Meanwhile, more Americans than ever before are digging through dumpsters trying to scrounge up enough scraps for food and are also frantically searching for pawn shops near me to hawk whatever they have left to make ends meet. And if you just sit with that contrast for a little bit, you know, our, our corrupt political class is so completely out of touch, so completely oblivious. You know, the Democrats are continuing their assault on the Supreme Court and uh, the White House press secretary. She's out there claiming that racial discrimination is an important constitutional right. You know, the, the tone deaf Republicans, they're still bickering about Trump versus DeSantis, and they're trying to push Ukraine into NATO in order to escalate the potential for nuclear war with Russia. All of this is happening. And I might add that while all this is happening at the exact same time, Biden is downplaying his support for Ukraine joining NATO. And also, you know, the brain dead president just told the whole world that the U.S. military is running out of ammunition. And, you know, for those of us who have been keeping track, of course, we know the U.S. military has been running low on munitions since last year. Uh, and in January 2023, January of this year, the U.S. Navy secretary stated that we might run out of weapons in the next six months. And so you get the Navy secretary saying that in January, fast forward six months, that coincidentally brings us up to the current news cycle. And of course, lest we forget, friends, as previously reported by yours truly, China is, in fact, preparing for war. And they do, in fact, have every military advantage, including more personnel, more munitions, more equipment than we do. And plus, uh, they have their bonus Nero Strike brain weapons that we learned about last week while we were digging into the uh, space-based systems for targeting populations with mind control. Now, the fact, matter of fact, this... Today, there was a, a report out that was talking about a single Chinese shipyard right now has more capacity than the entire U.S. Navy fleet. But honestly, that's not what concerns me the most. You know, all of this warmongering could just be political circus, albeit political circus with potentially lethal consequences. Or since the military industrial complex, the MIC, the neo, they, you know, the MIC wants war, the neocons want war and the global cabal wants war. And so we might just end up with another world war. But ultimately, I believe it's the perpetual threat of war 
that keeps the fear ratcheted up. It keeps the defense spending flowing. And this warmongering propaganda keeps the free-floating anxiety primed to maintain uh, heightened suggestibility amongst the human population. That's what's going on. While everyone's worried about and talking about war, the global elites can essentially get away with murder and broad daylight, and very few people will even notice. But worse yet, they can get away with rewriting history and reprogramming the public to accept whatever insanity they still have up their sleeves. I know it seems like it couldn't get any crazier than it is right now, friends, but I believe they do have more insanity up their sleeves, which brings me to the issue of the day. Uh, Title of a headline out, Exposed. The U.N. set to launch global shocks plan just prior to the U.S. presidential election. The global shocks plan. It's going to get launched right right before the U.S. election. Oh, my gosh. And I've got to give the uh, the author credit for that catchy headline. It comes from the Western Journal. It's referring to the U.N.'s common agenda and their upcoming summit of the future. Now, we've talked about the common agenda quite a bit. And the summit of the future, it's it's scheduled for... Well, 2024, but it's being touted as the summit of the future is touted as a once in a generation chance for the global cabal to rule us all. (laughs) Obviously, though, that's not how they phrased it. You know, they phrased it a little differently, but that's the gist. In their own words, they say, quote, Major global shocks in recent years, including the COVID-19 pandemic, the Ukraine war and the triple planetary crisis, among others, these major global shocks have challenged our international institutions. Unity around our shared principles and common goals is both crucial and urgent. Thus, the summit of the future is a once in a generation opportunity to enhance cooperation on critical challenges and address gaps in global governance, reaffirming existing commitments, including the Sustainable Development Goals, the UN Charter, etc., etc. Now, Looking at that, I mean, you see the writing on the wall here, the global governance. You know, they're trying to close the gaps of global governance. They're really trying to tighten the noose in total digital global governance. But it's the timing of all of this that I find most intriguing. I did put a little screenshot here in the report today of their timeline. Friends, please know if you're listening on a podcast platform, you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. You go to thetorchreport.com. Check out the timeline here. In uh, Torch Report 404, it's got the 2015, you know, that's when they were rolling out Agenda 2030. That was on the heels of the uh, the millennial goals. They've got the UN 75, the our, our Common Agenda, the Sustainable Development Goals Summit, which is coming up here this year in August. And then they've got the 2024, 2022 to 2024 Summit of the Future. And then in 2024, their target is to sign the International Pact for the Future. Now, looking at that timeline and understanding that Bill Gates is deeply entwined with all of these global initiatives, I find his predictions of us having a hung election and a civil war in 2024, he's calling for that now, I find that highly disturbing. You know, what better time to declare a global pact for the future than shortly after the whole world watches in shock at the utter implosion of what was once the greatest nation on Earth? Can you imagine it? I believe 
there are people actively trying to imagine that and trying to initiate just exactly that. Now, being that the Pact for the Future is set to be signed in September of 2024, just months prior to the presidential election, it lends credence to those statistical models that are predicting we might not even make it to the election before all hell breaks loose. I covered that in Torch Report 389. It's an exciting time to be alive. And it's, it's something worth considering. It seems like, again, the writing's on the wall here. We see they're, they're calling for it. They're kind of pushing toward it. They're banging the war drums, but they're also trying to just, you know, instigate so much confusion, so much frustration within our own borders. They're trying to destroy us from within. But let's try to just set all of that aside for a moment here and ask the question, what do we know for sure? The truth is, friends, we, we can really know very little for sure these days, especially with the rise of AI. The rise of AI allows you know the deep state to make deep fakes that could dupe even the FBI, and that was five years ago. So we can't really trust what we see or what we hear online anymore. We have no way of knowing whether it's AI generated or not. And, you know, as the UN gets together, they're talking about they just had their global summit uh, called AI for the good, AI for good. It's AI for the greater good. But they pointed out at that summit that AI, artificial intelligence, has enabled an uncontrollable spread of disinformation all around the world. And you know what, friends? It's true. And of course, you know what the solution is for uncontrollable spread of disinformation, right? It's more government control. Hence the globalist push for AI governance. That's a direct term they're talking about right now, AI governance. And just right on time, you know, the the uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck the Schmuck Schumer, he just called this week for all 100 sitting U.S. senators to come on in for a classified briefing so they can get ahead of this rapidly advancing technology. So we've got the Global AI Summit. They're pushing AI global governance. And we've got our own U.S. senators getting together to get a classified briefing to get ahead of this technology. And all of this is coming at a time when Congress is pushing for the, quote, aggressive use of AI in federal agencies. And I would like to point out that that's the aggressive use of AI in weaponized federal agencies. And that's all happening even as some lawmakers appear to be rattled by the possibility that artificial intelligence might be able to launch a nuclear attack of its own volition. Meaning all on its own, it's just just decided, you know what, we're just going to have to nuke humanity to depopulate the planet, for example. Now, again, you know, friends, I say the torture report is a truth you can trust. I'm not asking you to take my word for this stuff. I'm, you know, I've done the same amount of research just to present the facts here. Uh, this morning, I'm a little bit late getting this out. I'm a little bit, you know, clunky getting back in the office today. I've had a few tech issues to overcome as I've been setting up a new computer and all this. But I did put the links in there for you to see the classified brief- briefings, the aggressive use of AI, and this concern that the AI may be able to launch nuclear attacks of its own volitions. Friends. This rapid advance of AI technology is reshaping the world in ways that we cannot even imagine. It is happening right now very, very quickly. 
AI is a force multiplier. It's accelerating this rate of change. And with that in mind, I want to point out that AI governance can be read. We can interpret it really two different ways. The first way we can interpret it, and I think the way they intended for us to interpret it, is that the global elites intend to govern artificial intelligence, you know, for the greater good, to keep people safe, to make sure that AI is inclusive in all of that. But I think a more accurate interpretation is that the global elites intend to let this artificial intelligence govern us, meaning uh, to automate the censorship, automate the programming, automate the mental manipulation, the propaganda that's necessary to achieve not just the sustainable development goals, but their obscene anti-human depopulation agenda, because then they can blame it on the machines. Right this minute, world powers are making a mad dash to get killer robots onto the battlefield in a great global AI arms race. That was an article out at the New York Post today. And there's all this talk that the AI could soon be flying the F-16s. And, you know, maybe that maybe they don't have to coordinate or train the Ukrainian pilots. They'll just, you know, plug in some artificial intelligence to fly the F-16s. You know, the artificial intelligence couldn't coordinate the drone strikes autonomously and all of that. And that's just the start of it. You know, we've already covered the Flamebot 9000, flame-throwing robotic dogs. We've covered the seven-foot-tall humanoid robots that are training for combat. We've looked at all of that. And uh, just as uh, today, I saw an article out, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. You know, he came out and announced that Terminator 2 is officially reality. Like, it's here. It's right now. And all of that said, all this talk about AI and military robots I still believe the greatest threat from AI lies in the realm of information warfare. It's really how they're using AI to transform human consciousness. So on that note, I want to share a lengthy quote from Torch Report 216, The Threat of AI. And I want to share it because there's a lot of new subscribers out here uh, who may... I, by the way, welcome to all the new subscribers. Thank you for subscribing. Welcome to the show. Uh, there, we've been talking about this stuff for a long time. Last October, uh, in Torch Report 216, The Threat of AI, I said it's time to talk about how artificial intelligence is being used, is being weaponized against humanity. It's being used to advance the sinister agenda of the global cabal. And so I want to share this little quote here. Uh, it's, a, it's an excerpt. It's a little bit longer. And it, it, it's pertinent. It's prescient. It's pressing. It's so damn important that we understand and talk about what's going on. Quoting from Torch Report 216, as we begin to consider the inevitable impact of AI on our everyday lives, don't lose sight of the fact that anything a behavioral psychologist can do to manipulate you. A superintelligence AI-infused machine can do it even better. Again, whether you realize it or not. And the, this is the premise for the concerns I'm about to express here. You know, at the global level, organizations like the WHO are already actively using AI to track and silence dissent. They call it social listening or sentinel surveillance or algorithmic social interventions, you know, all of which are said to keep people safe from misinformation, all of which I've documented at length. But by partnering with big tech, these globalist 
organizations intend to immunize humanity against misinformation, against the so-called infodemic. And that's how they have been controlling the narrative for years and way before the pandemic. And the truth is, friends, they're getting better by the day. The artificial intelligence is self-learning. Artificial intelligence never sleeps. So while you're catching some Zs, the machines are studying your behavior and predicting your next move. They're even predicting your next thought. If you think that that's creepy, friends, the idea that AI is trying to predict your next thought, and in fact they are, consider the fact that they're using this for predictive policing. And that has been going on again for years since prior to the pandemic. Okay, so think about what that implies. And then just for fun, try to imagine every crooked politician that you've ever heard of or you've ever scorned, any tyrant who's ever walked the face of the earth. And think about the fact that this technology is now in the palm of their hands. Imagine them trying to use this all powerful technology for the greater good to build the future of humanity. Imagine a world where machines distribute justice and ensure equality, and they make sure that it was strictly enforced. Imagine a world where the only truth could be shared on online, right? Only the, the AI accepted truth. It, could, it can censor anything they deem to be misinformation in real time, right? Imagine a world where every thought... Every belief, every emotion, every behavior was not only anticipated by the machines, but it was manipulated by the machines in advance just to keep you safe, to help you make better decisions, of course. You know, imagine a world where algorithms determine the outcome of elections, where robots took care of the crime and the AI did everything it could to keep us safe and save the planet. I mean, think about that and then think about what could possibly go wrong, you know? Can you imagine if the AI was programmed to believe that humanity is the greatest threat to the planet, that the UN Sustainable Development Goals were worth achieving at all costs, that digital IDs were not optional but mandatory, that vaccines were compulsory, and that anyone who disagreed with any of these things was a threat to peace and stability? Imagine this AI was driving the army of drones and the army of robots to enforce compliance, friends. If you imagine that, then you might be able to imagine future Earth. Such a reality would certainly be a massive shock to the system, friends. But every indication in the news today is that that day is not far away, which is why the wise would be be uh, preparing accordingly. If you're not prepared at this point, friends, time is running out. I would say that at this point, uh, you know, as things continue to accelerate, it's going to be a wild ride throughout it all. What we can do, what we can know is that we were born to be free and we have a duty and it's incumbent upon us to fight for the right to be free for future generations. And that is the message of my heart for today, friends. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the app or the website. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this maddening, maniacal Monday, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.